0: Hello Devlin here and welcome to another Mondo nostalgia. I'm excited because I'm not alone today. I am actually on a social distancing date so anybody thinks that we're sitting side by side we are not we are a good a couple of meters away I won't say what we were doing earlier but no anyhow I've got a good friend with me if you've listened to my podcast before he's been on a couple of them and he's a great musician improv performer and teacher and just an overall renaissance man great guy talking about Gary Reed hello Gary hello sir yes we're if you hear stuff in the background we're actually outdoors because that's where you're supposed to go when you social distance apparently Um, and and we, I thought I talked to Gary about um, growing up. We were both teens in the eighties, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I thought Mondo nostalgia is about you know going back, remembering stuff like that. So um, let's just talk a little bit about uh, summer breaks during uh, when we were teens, because mm. uh, we should start with we actually got like three full months off, didn't we? We were. Do you remember that? I know because yeah. I know kids now get really ripped, but they get a lot of holidays through the year. Yeah. But we used to get out in I, early June, late May. It was it was early to mid June because it would be before my my
1: birthdays at the end of June. So it was yeah. always, for me, it was always before my birthday, and we would be back sometime after Labor Day.
0: Yeah, what I remember. So I remember our summers were really long, and that's a good thing. I'm not. It might have been because we were
1: young and had less to do. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, let's be honest. When we were kids, we probably still thought it wasn't enough time.
1: Well, That's just it, right? You, you're, you get as much in as you can, even if you're just
0: laying around on the grass getting dirty. Yeah, well, sometimes that's all we did. Yeah. Like, didn't we just, like, have sticks with hoops, and we ran around, <laughs> and, you know, the entertainer was playing. Okay, it wasn't that bad. Maybe but, so. the, the decade before the 80s, I,
1: when we were doing Red Rover, and... and, and
0: were some... You you were a teenager in the 80s as well. I actually,
1: you were 83 a little bit... was when I yeah. became officially a teenager.
0: So, yeah, because we're only two years apart, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, were you, like, a typical kid? You looked forward to summer? Or were you big, I love school, I want to stay in it? I knew some of them, but I refused to be friends with them because i was always like oh summer thank god
1: well i always loved summer because i mean obviously sleeping in um <laughs> there was some things about okay i never liked school in the sense of the social aspect of it i always okay. felt like a pariah um but i did love the the education i love mom taking me for you know new pencil crayons and and, you know, all the, the kids' stuff, yeah. back-to-school stuff, you're excited about.
0: I kind of... Yeah, I, I'll have to admit, I did like the... And then when you got there, it was just kind of like, yeah, it's school.
1: Yeah. But I got a new pencil grip. Yeah, but sometimes <laughs> you'd meet a new friend or there'd be a new classmate. That, yeah. Sometimes there was some interesting, wonderful developments. Absolutely. And sometimes, the one thing that I miss about the younger years, and this has... I don't know when this changed, but do you remember we would watch from... Right around the beginning of school year, we would watch an entire, every week we would watch an episode of our favorite shows, and then as summer holidays kicked in, we would watch those shows in chronological order again throughout the summer, Yeah. and by the time that was over, the new season was coming up. Yeah, that's very true. You can't really set your watch to that, it doesn't seem like... No, it,
0: they just put any episodes on now, but... Like, oh, up um,
1: now, a new episode, like, weren't they always, you know...
0: Yeah, well, yeah, and and I think that's why we went out a lot and played, because a lot of it was repeats, and sometimes that was good. I remember spending a lot of summers, you know, going to my friend's house, because they had, like, Channel 29, and they had Cable, and that's where they had all the good repeats, like uh, Brady Bunch, Bewitched, Monsters, Gilligan's Island. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have that, so I was always like a whore to go over to a friend's house and like, can we watch TV? But we, we went out and played. I remember, uh, you yeah. know, I remember doing stuff like playing hide-and-seek with the whole neighborhood oh, and yeah. stuff like that and tag and... and chase, which was kind yeah. of like hide-and-seek. Even like tag. hockey, like street yeah. hockey, we're Canadians, so you had uh, yeah. Did you?
1: Oh, yeah. A lot of that.
0: Was it like, yeah. just like, you know, like we see in Wayne's World with the... Because I remember with the The nets and the big car.
1: If you're on the road, yeah. Um, Yeah, that's
0: not, if you see that in movies for you younger people, that actually does happen. I'd like to still say.
1: Not as much now.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. No.
1: Um, Although we're also getting a lot more of the the newer generations are getting like designated hockey facilities. Like there's one behind the one school, uh, Queen Mary, right behind it. There's a a portioned off, you can't get through that part of the street. It's all fenced off. And there's an actual hockey rink.
0: For ball hockey, for kids. Yeah. I remember that more than, like, the whole neighborhood going to play baseball or something like that. You know, you see in the old movies, you know, let's go play baseball. But you need a lot of people to play
1: baseball. That was a problem with baseball and even with uh, football. Because, I mean, yeah, you could play five-on-five in football, but two-on-two football is pretty you know yeah the one guy huts the ball to you and then he runs and the other guy counts steamboats and then
0: chases you and and touch football was always touch up to a certain point and somebody get pissed off and then one hand touch
1: two hand touch yeah
0: i never played that stuff that was a little too rough for me Um, we'd play
1: tackle but it would have to either be snow or grass we wouldn't do tackle on a hard ground my
0: parents if they found out i did stuff like that they would wrap me in, they could they'd wrap me in bubble wrap. <laughs> I was very protected. I like I think they literally bought us a swimming pool so we would be the neighbors that all the kids come to and they could watch. Cuz it blows my mind cuz my parents weren't really rich. Yeah. But we were like the only neighbors that had a above ground uh, ooh, cicadas. John Cicadas coming up for you right now. Anyhow, um Wait, Yeah, we were years to hear you sing. They actually bought a swimming pool and it blows my mind when I look back at it now because they weren't extravagant people but right. we were the neighbors that people came to and we have the pool and there'd always be that one kid and I think about it and I'm, holy shit I was that kid nice. you know so yeah see I'm I we didn't even
1: have a kid in our neighborhood I had a kiddie pool like the little plastic ones where you slide down yeah Mr. Thicks. Turtle yeah, or, yeah that kind of oh we you didn't did, even you have that about, in our hood how about we had ki- Kiwanis a block and a half up the road but that was full of some pretty sketchy people. So
0: did you, you know. go there? Did they have a pool? Themselves? Yeah, when yeah. it was
1: hot days, and my cousins would go with me and stuff. But for the most part, not a huge fan of going to places by myself, especially when it's not the friendliest environments. You're talking about the your parents keeping you safe and you guys in yeah. a pool. I I remember most of my teen years, especially the earlier parts of and whatnot, when uh, my parents would just go go out and play. They would just tell me to go yeah. go out. I'm sorry, that's not a lot of direction you're providing me. Go out and play.
0: See, I lucked out with that and I'm not trying to say, my childhood was better than yours, (laughs) but we had a little neighborhood, uh, Fife Street on, if you're in the Hamilton, Ontario era, and all the kids kind of knew each other, so when the parents did say go out, you pretty much knew you were at one of the kids, and it was one of those, like, leave it to beaver things, where it was like, you know, well, I'll call your parents and let them know you're staying for dinner kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and then we always knew that when the, the, the light, streetlights came on, we had to be home. Time to go home. Yeah. yeah. Unless you, like, had a parent calling you saying he's going to stay and watch a movie with us or something. But uh, that was even pre... You know, VHS was just starting then, yeah. so we would just be watching some you know old tv show super or channel. something yeah super channel super channel i i like bringing up super channel sometimes Jones. yeah my uh
1: my my dad had a whistle that was so loud that if i was playing around the other side of the block or whatever i could still hear him whistling
0: and he'd whistle he for would you guys go, to count. it was well oh, it, was it was just, just you. Yeah, it was yeah. you yeah he yeah. do a
1: whistle and i'd literally my ears would pop i'd be like a dog like i'd like and I knew I'm like that was my dad.
0: It's kind of good that, like, I know you you eventually had another brother, but imagine if you had like five kids and it was like you know Sound of Music, where yeah. every, every kid Something has on, a different whistle. Around, That's Gary's whistle. <laughs> Do you have nice memories of your summer, those? Like, yeah. Or am I bringing a bad childhood no, memories you know, talking any of this?
1: No, what? there's a lot of times where, and, and I don't know if they were like, I I want to. I'm pretty sure they're in the with between the 80s and the 90s. Um, I, I, there's a lot of times I went places, and I'm like, I have no clue where this is. And if I went there... with your family, yeah, just, okay. And, and I, if I went there right now, I'd be like, I feel like deja vu. Like I feel like I've been here like before. Like a park
0: or a yeah, so many different. Or? You know,
1: um, um, you know, like, remember conservation area? Like okay, places yeah, where yeah. You, I've may have gone over the over the years. And then, like, there's times where I'll drive by, down a road and I'll see an old farmhouse, and, and I'm like. It feels like my dad's taken me here before as a kid.
0: Nice, you know, just weird. But they never really told you. They just
1: no. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing, right? There was well,
0: yeah. Well, I remember like I have memories of us going to Marine Land and African Lion Safari, but it was like only when we had relatives in town. Like if we had like people coming from Germany who are related to my mother, it was like oh, we got to show them around, (laughs) and it's like the people from germany thought, oh they must come here all the time and it's like yeah we're only going here i can honestly because say because
1: <laughs> we went. <laughs> funniest memory of my teen years at was at african lion safari with my father uh my brother was still a baby so it would have been probably the year of 83 because i don't think he was a year old and he was in the car with my mom in the air-conditioned car behind us okay and i'm in my dad's big old you know meteor or whatever big giant car so we pull into the african lights park where, you know, uh, the animals yeah. jump on your things yep. and stuff. And at one point, there's a big, giant black bear walking towards me, and I start rolling the window down. I'm going, hey, buddy. And my dad goes, hey, roll the window up. <laughs> it gives me a little bit of a yell. I'm like, oh, okay. Because it was just kind of sauntering yeah. over, right? And obviously, I wasn't going to stick my hand out or pet it. I just wanted to see it closer. But I get my dad being nervous, right? These things are... Yeah. So... The, here's where the funny part goes my family and the other and the rest of them in the car behind us are you know slowly close behind us following we get to the ostriches and this is where my father decides to roll the window down. And he thinks hey buddy and this big giant ostrich walking up to him with these big eyes blinking looking at him head side to side and all of a sudden it just goes wham and bites my dad and my dad goes oh wow. where did
0: it bite him On uh, the like shoulder? the shoulder
1: or... or the chest but like not like there was no blood yeah, gone, but, aggressive. but it was like being yeah. like, he pinched heart like yeah like that my dad's going oh and as uh, soon as it attacked my dad because I didn't see it coming, I, I howled <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm in
1: hysterics my mom says she could see me kicking and wailing in the back in the front seat That's of the car. Awesome. I was almost on the floor of the car because yeah. i was such a hysteric and he's got a popcorn cup he's trying to catch the beak he's going roll the window Rob, roll the window and the thing's walking beside us going
0: mm, mm. it's continuing <laughs> nice i yeah i my only story i remember from uh, the safari the safari is uh rocked and it's still there right yep, yep yeah but i remember they asked if you know we wanted to take her own car because they warn you like They will
1: fuck up the car. They will. And we
0: were in this huge green Dodge. My dad used to drive, I believe. And I think it was a Dodge. And I remember that we got to the monkey place. And the monkeys just were all over the car. And all these baboons all over. And I remember as we were driving through the rest of it, people were really looking at our car and laughing and stuff. And we didn't know what it was. And when we got out, big pile of monkey dung right on the top of the car, like just took a dump right on our car. And then another time I actually remember is I went on the bus tour with my mom and it was just me and my mom. And I remember we went on the bus tour. The whole bus was filled, and we were on one side. And it was a hot day. And I'll tell you right now, don't go to African Lions safari on a hot day because they all hide.
1: They all lay in the They're shade. They're tired, they don't and want to yeah, go. they, they were... don't
0: want to see anything. So we didn't see anything. So at one point, my mother saw baby tigers or lions right. or whatever they had, and she's like, "Fuck, baby lions and stuff!" and the whole bus comes to our side because nobody's seen animals and then i look and i go uh, mom that's meat like just red meat i don't know why she thought it was newborn lions but i go no that's just the meat they chuck out for the lions so ah. it was kind of embarrassing but you know well but you know that's what families are for to embarrass <laughs> you and i was at that age where i'm like i don't know this woman but you know it's... But, you know, it's it's kind of fun, those family vacations. And we didn't have many of them. No. So, yeah. Did you guys ever go anywhere, like, summer vacations? Like, Like, when I went camping, I went with a family. They had campgrounds. And I remember actually traveling with them for about a week. And the sad thing was, I think I became homesick as about, like, 20 minutes into the ride. Right. But then you start having fun and you kind of over the homesickness and yeah. think, oh, I'm having a good time. But when you're driving that far, because I think we, well, it was far for me. I think it was, um, I want to say near Timmins we wound up. Where, where's back. the Big Nickel? Sudbury. Sudbury. So there's hours. where we were, because I know yeah. I went to see the Big Nickel and yeah. and stuff, and they had a campground. It was kind of fun. So. Yeah. Did you guys ever do camping or
1: anything like that? Um, I can remember... Early on, uh, when my brother came into the picture, early 80s, so my parents didn't do a lot of, you know, with a brand new kid. They're they're not going to be yeah. dragging them around. But a few years later, like when I started to be a little old enough to camp on my own, like the one year my father took my, actually started off, I went with a friend of mine and his, and our other friend with their parents to this campground. And we liked it so much that we wanted to go back. So we bugged my dad, and then the following week we went back. And then I liked it so much that I went back one more week, um, like weekend. Nice. Um, but this time I brought another friend of mine with me. So it, the camping thing it was it was kind of the closest thing to me going on a you know grown up adventures, and and to some degree on my own, right? Because it wasn't like I was well prepared. I mean, I think I had packs of hot dogs and like yeah. how I survived those weekends was probably.
0: Oh, no, so this was roughening.
1: This is to some degree, right?
0: Was it a tent or just a we, yeah, sleeping we a tent. Yeah, okay.
1: My, when my father came with us the one time, he slept in his car because I remember we were all, you know, underage drinking and up to no good with girls yeah. and walking around. We walked <laughs> past my dad's car at one point. I look in, and my dad kind of jumps up, and looks one of these half asleep things, and I scurry off.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, the one of the highlights is he had one of these tractor tube tires. It was like it's bigger than my car
0: okay the, like you. it's
1: probably from that end of the table to this end like it was probably a good the hole itself inside was probably four feet across nice and we could fit like eight people sitting on it and we took that to the camping my dad gave it to me filled it up and we took that out into lake area we were like Bleh. nice the,
0: the
1: the guys right because the guys the coo- with the, <laughs> the tire. coolest thing
0: right no that's cool i remember when i went with this family up to Sudbury, i guess um i always remember they had uh before they got into right into camping and they got a really great trailer they had one of those canvas ones that you put in your car and then you build it and then they got two beds in it oh yeah yeah you know one of those like a pop-up trailer yeah thing. pop-up trailer and i remember being a kid and they'd always say don't touch it when it rains oh, do you remember with I've, the canvas I've heard that, yeah. because they said now don't touch if it starts raining don't touch the sides because you'd pit it and it'll cause a leak and I remember whenever it rained you'd be sitting there and just being is that true you know you'd want and I never did it because I was too terrified but you always were like don't tell me shit like that because yeah, I'd be I... like and you know I'm sure it would happen but I, I was too scared that they would like leave me in Sudbury or something like shit. that yeah that's uh did you um do a lot of, like, 80s movies during the summer? Like, did you go to the theater a lot? Drive-ins, regular theaters?
1: See, as I started to get more um, girlfriend time, yeah. right? Like, I had a girlfriend for a good chunk of the 80s. And we did. We'd see a lot of 80s movies. Um, some of the
0: your typicals. Back you know, to the Future. Yeah. Like that, Top Gun. You know what's
1: funny is there's a lot of movies that I didn't see in the theater that are, like, iconic. Was, yeah. Like, like uh, I never saw breakfast club in the theater okay or the big chill or you know like some of these movies i know the big chills music's not 80s centric but the movie is still still, a good it was still a big movie in the 80s um so i mean i probably the star wars franchise and the indiana jones franchise yeah they were
0: huge summer movies and and, and
1: they're so like part of my childhood to some degree right
0: did you, when you started driving, did you go to the drive in? Yeah. Was that a date? Like, because that must be like, like, I never did the drive in as a date thing. It was always a, uh, you know, with your family yeah. or your brother or anything, but...
1: The family you know, thing. I
0: know do. a lot of dates, I could imagine it was like just the heyday for, you know, getting alone time. See, that's the reason I went to the drive in because my brother wanted to take his girlfriend, but my parents were like you're taking your little brother so she'd bring her brother and me that's how we became good friends i remember brian and i were (laughs) always the the only way you're going to that drive and it's if you have kid brothers with you and we were like like seven years younger so they're not i still think they got up to stuff because they always put us in the front and then we'd be like why is the windows getting foggy and stuff so it's kind of embarrassing but i think they may have been doing something yeah. That's okay if they're a little embarrassed hearing this. Yeah. I can tell the story.
1: It's funny because there, you could always tell if it was a movie I wanted to see because we sat near the front <laughs> and if it wasn't a movie, I really gave that much of a crap, but we sat at the very back and that was the, the, the fucking row, right? Like everybody was doing all the shagging in the back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's funny that the drive-ins have pretty much become a family thing, because back in the, like, the 60s and 70s, that was all just, hot like, bed yeah. of
1: young lust. Absolutely. Well, I know
0: we're talking about the summer, but I used to love that one of the drive-ins here in Hamilton, I can't remember which one, I want to say it was the Hamilton drive-in, used to be open all year round, and they really? actually showed pornos wow. in in the winter. <laughs> and you could buy your little heater, and I never went to them, but... Wow. Yeah yeah you they had it and people would go and watch uh, porno with your what a weird place to watch a porno yeah, like, no doubt. like even imagine like like some drive-ins you can see from the highway yeah yeah so imagine or just you're driving and all of a sudden
1: you're just what what the hell did i just see of course it's probably not the porno you see nowadays <laughs> hardcore porn
0: like you know well there's so much hair like, in, when we
1: were... <laughs> I didn't see much. When, I, As a young guy pursuing porn, trying to find porn as a young guy, I found there was very, very huge difference in between the okay porn which was like literally the, you just see the woman's head moving back and forth and Yeah, the guy tilting his head back yeah, like it's so there's absolutely nothing erotic about this at all yeah. there, it looks like a big
0: pile of gross hair <laughs> but then when you say that though do you remember like when you'd see a movie like you know like uh, like like a slasher film or something that had like a, you saw boobs in it yeah. or something uh-huh. and then you're thinking oh, I remember seeing uh, like all the nudity in that and then when you rewatch it as a kid you're like oh that wasn't as much as I thought. It's uh, just like one scene with Ted. Right, and you mentioned Super Channel. I remember in the summer, you'd always stay up late and you'd try to catch those movies like Heavy Metal or yep, yep. <laughs> Blue Lagoon or something that. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, Blue Lagoon so bad. Uh, yeah, yeah. If you hear backstories about it, it's real bad, but remember those movies like we'd all be trying to watch those like oh, porkies heavy and, metal is uh, the best for that uh yeah and all those teen jiggle flicks like last american virgin and uh police academy yeah there's yeah. a lot of sexy things in police academy
1: Police like. Academy i saw in the theater yeah and uh actually i remember the scene where the the, the pranky pulls and the 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 main officer doing the speech—he's getting a blowjob while he's yes, yeah. And I, to me, I'm like as a kid, I'm like, I I think I found it erotic. Like, I mean, to me, there's something odd about that. And then, and then they cut to the end of the movie, or you know, when he does, she does it, goes to do it to him, and and, like, there's just these these sexually open things that go on in them nowadays it's just like you know like for instance Mahoney walks up and says let
0: me see those legs yeah yeah and it's like whoa, whoa that, like that's grounds for dismissal I know <laughs> and is it sad that I like to go back to those movies because it brings a simpler time but like I know what you're saying you watch a movie like revenge of the nerds and yes that's
1: heavy duty very <laughs> heavy
0: duty to watch now but back then we just took it as that's yeah. what it is and now there's like scenes in it that are like wow you know, I, I'd show that to a younger person. They'd be like, this is... Like, I, like I remember showing um, Damien uh, Tom Cruise's All the Right Moves. And there's a really an ex- explicit love scene between Tom Cruise and Leah Thompson. Yeah. And Damien's like, I can't believe you guys got to see this stuff in theaters. Because yeah. you wouldn't see that in a teen... Like, a movie that's focused to teens. Yeah, Youngblood was, had a pretty yeah. of sex well, scene well, in it. Yeah, movie. absolutely. And... And we just, you know, even like, like I watched Porky's recently with Damien and it's, it's got a little bit of heart in it, but the, the sexuality in it is unbelievable. Like, you know, what's
1: funny is a lot of these movies we're talking about it, the best parts aren't the sex. Like I could have, I could have watched that whole lassie scene and just when she jumped into his arms, they could have cut away yeah, and would have been just as funny yeah, because it was the laughing of the, the other teacher who was laughing. Yeah. Like, there was all these little things that were going on that made it funny. The, the gratuitousness, I think that's just over years we've been, well, yeah. been there,
0: done that. The right. shower scene was always famous, but the thing I found funny was when... Uh, Ballbreaker grabs ball uh, No, when she uh, says that she wants to get a police <laughs> sketch artist, sketch artist <laughs> and the guys in the back are all losing it. That scene still holds up really well because you see a lot of them are like not laughing and by the end of that sequence they're all just in hysterics well, like she's... let's line them up teen boys let's line them up and i can recognize their you know and she's doing a... such a straight face yes. like she's so serious but the thing we forget about is there was a little bit of heart to those movies Tally too what right. <laughs> there's a lot of sexuality and meatballs but the relationship be- between bill murray and the kid yeah is that that's a sweetness about it and it's not just like you know gross out comedy or stuff like that yeah what would be your like your soundtracks for a summer like like did you get control of the radio when you were driving into your car or is your dad very uh, much
1: no my dad was a kind of a q107 classic
0: rock guy. i mean but was he like don't touch that you know what because my dad let me fiddle with the knobs that sounds so horrible, but I meant on the car radio. Yeah,
1: no, I think uh, most part um, I probably wasn't touching the radio. Um, I do remember songs that you know. I remember driving down to Florida as a kid before the '80s, and the song Muhammad Ali came on. Okay, yeah. Do you know what I mean, like so. Black Superman. Yeah, yeah you know, know what I mean. Like it's it's weird when certain songs come on. You're like, oh, I remember this. Yeah. Like I remember Shambhala by uh three dog, dog night great, when yeah, i was song. sitting out in the sunshine somewhere at some summer thing and, and i don't know it might have been in the 80s i can't remember um but the soundtrack for me like i think there's you got to take into account some of the movies that we watched
0: because i don't know was greece in the 80s no seven, uh, 70s. 70s but they re-released it a couple times but
1: i mean i just i know a lot of music that came out in the 80s as like you know for instance like van halen jump was a yeah, huge song absolutely and it i didn't find it to be my favorite van halen song but it was big yeah um bon jovi uh was a big one especially the song runaway which actually turned yeah was, bon jovi. yeah it's a pretty heavy duty song yeah um you know uh, stuff like that
0: but songs that do th- that take you back like, like eye and the they, tiger it? that would take me back
1: <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah. there's certain ones like you think of the 80s when you hear them. yeah
0: i stuff like uh walking on sunshine for yep. me summer of 69 that will always be like to me one of my favorites. Even it's like, like uh, I know it's seventies, but it's uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light is so summer to me, and yeah, yeah. Night Moves, which is seventies. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because Night Moves, <laughs> again, I didn't know what that song was about until I was older and yeah. realized, oh yeah. But it's also one of those songs that when I listened to it, I I loved it as a kid. But when I'm older, I now get. Yeah. what that song's about because it's all about growing up and looking back. Yeah. And I, I, I actually mentioned this, I think we've talked about it, yeah. how songs by like Bruce Springsteen and John Cougar Mellencamp. Yeah. Well, you Glory Days would be an 80s tune. Right. When I was young, they were fun pop songs. Yeah. But I didn't realize at the time they were about reminiscing about the past. Yeah. And now that I'm an old guy, I look at Jack and Diane or Glory Days yeah. as in, oh, Thanks, I understand what that's about now. I'm getting old, and remember those times. Like, Jack and Diane, I'm singing along to it, but I never got the whole term, remember... What's the line where... Let it rock, let it roll. When you're 16... Changes remember come around those around real time... soon make us women and men. <laughs> right, and it says, you know, so remember those times, because they're not going to be around that as long. As long as 16, as long as you can, changes come around real that's soon, it. soon, make us women oh, and men. that's a beautiful line. But yeah? it's funny, as a kid, you're just singing that, and then when you're older, you're like, oh, I know what that means. Even songs that he did, like Cherry Bomb or Thunder Road, have that. I never went drag racing or anything, but I get that that's an homage to when he was a kid.
1: I know like John Cougar is a is a really good example of of just that singing about um, and well that's the funny thing is we're talking about the eighties. John Cougar In the 80s, John Cougar Mellencamp, and now John Mellencamp.
0: Yeah. Same guy. (laughs) I will always call him John Cougar Mellencamp, because I always thought John Cougar was cool, but I respect he wants Mellencamp in there. Well, when he threw it in there, I didn't know what the hell it was. I was
1: like, who the fuck is John Cougar Mellencamp?
0: Yeah. yeah. And then I'm
1: like, oh, that's his name, John
0: Mellencamp. As we wrap this up, uh, did you prefer Frisbee or lawn darts in the 80s? Because I just did a a tribute to lawn darts because we come from that bad. uh, Did you ever play lawn darts? Yeah, very much. Um, (laughs) I loved lawn darts as
1: I've gotten older and become way better at throwing a frisbee. um, I love frisbee. Have we ever played? Yes, we have. I believe last summer we played. See, even old
0: guys can play frisbee.
1: But the the lawn darts thing was just it just open for mischief, and luckily I wasn't a sociopath. But there were borderline moments where I could have really killed somebody. Yeah. Hurt somebody. Um, and in retrospect, now I like shuffleboard and bocce ball, which is kind of like lawn yeah, darts. Yeah.
0: You introduced me to bocce ball. So. A, well, um, you don't lob. No, <laughs> well, I mean you can <laughs> f- far distances.
1: But I mean. You
0: introduced me to bocce yeah. ball, and I really enjoy it. Yeah.
1: It's um. You know, so but Frisbee when I was young my father tried to throw teach me to throw a frisbee and he was really stubborn and I actually can throw it the way he wanted me to now. But for years I would was the most embarrassing person in the world to throw a frisbee because mm. it would go way sideways yeah. this way. I would throw it into the wind and it would send it the other way, like no matter what it was hurting I, somebody. I, I,
0: I, I agree with you on that. As I got older I actually started getting better at yeah. Frisbee. Yeah. Um, I still can have the wayward one, but I think everybody can. Frisbee golf, yeah.
1: it's kind of on my
0: list of things I wish I could still, I want to do. Uh, I've heard of people doing fun. that, it's but it looks fun. kind of fun. Yeah. Well, Gary, thank you for reminiscing with me. Thank you. Although we're not that old, Connors. We're still making summer memories. We're here. We just took a wonderful drive, had a nice dinner, and God only knows where we'll wind up. Just watch the sunset. Yeah, we actually got the sunset. We're in on now. So <laughs> thank you for joining me, and we will have you on again talking about some subject too. Thanks.